singing is actually really helpful to, to learn the theology and learn doctrine. If you want to teach ABCs to children, what do you do? You teach them a song. You teach them a song. And actually, as an adult, if I'm having to think about the alphabet, I'm like, ABC, ABC. It's that song. You still sing it. Yeah, yeah I still sing yeah. it. Hello and welcome to Independence, the FIC podcast. Thank you for joining us again. My name is Adrian Reynolds. I'm the head of national ministries for the FIC. One day I'm going to get that wrong, but that's what I am today. I'm the head of national ministries for the FIC, and I'm here with Sally Jackman. Mm, hello, hello, Sally. Hello. Sally the singer, because we're here to talk about singing. <laughs> yes. And you are a singer. Mm. We're, we're both singers, actually, except you're a professional, I'm an amateur. I'm hardly a professional. Well, you were tra- <laughs> you've, you've done it, you've got a music degree. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have trained... I just I just like to sing. On Tell us your singing bit. story. You like to sing from a mm. very young age. Oh yes, I um, <laughs> I have always loved singing. Um, I would actually not allow my family to leave the dinner table until we'd sung a song, mostly Wheels on the Bus. That's quite demanding. Um, yeah, and I had a really southern. I mean, I have a southern accent now, but it was just not great. I'd seen videos of it, and by the end, I'd be like, all day long. It was terrible. Dear. But Can I wouldn't, yeah. Um, for the purposes of clarification, that's going to be the only singing you will hear on this podcast. No, I think you should give us a little well, sing song, Adrian. <laughs> we, we've, we've done a podcast with, um, we did a podcast on piano playing for mm. piano players with Phil Moore and he got me playing the piano. We did mm. a, we've done a podcast with Andy Fenton on playing the guitar and he got me playing the guitar. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're going to get me singing. I don't, know. I don't think you're going to get me singing. <laughs> but just, just for the purposes of clarification, this mm. isn't. Um, at one level, this isn't a podcast for singers in church, although it is because everyone's a singer. We'll come come back to that in just a mm-hmm. moment, right? But this is a podcast for church leaders, mm-hmm. and and I guess the question we're really wrestling with is, you know, what what's the place of singing in church life? Mm. And I think we're going to say it's very important. And and given that, how do we help people sing well? Mm. Now, um, one of the ways might be having a singer at front. That might be an answer. It's not an answer for every church because not every church has got someone who can who can do that. Yeah. Um, but we'll come back to the answer to that question. But first mm-hmm. of all, Sally, why do we sing? What is so special about singing? Mm. There's actually a few reasons why why we sing in church. Go on. Um, the the first one I would say is that God commands us to. Okay, in the Bible. that's a good start, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do anything? Because God tells yep. us to. Yep. Um, yeah, so God commands us to. And then there's there's just so many examples of it in the Bible, sure. like in yep. the Psalms. And then yep. when... I've got a Psalm. Oh, wait, I'm, Ooh, just, yeah. I'm just open at the middle of the Psalms. And obviously, mm. so here we are. Psalm 96, 97, 90, all those Psalms in the middle. Yep. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. So it's interesting, actually, that singing there is connected to... Uh, what God has done and, yeah. and, and God's character yeah. and, and work in the world. It's not yeah. just an abstract thing. Yeah. It's connected to who God yeah. is and what he's done, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you see that as well, like when kind of Miriam sings in Exodus 15 after they've kind of been delivered, yes. that's God has delivered them and yeah. has um, yeah. has saved them from slavery. And so her response is praise mm. and glorifying God. Um, but there are, you know, there are there are times... Why singing though? Why not? Um, poetry readings um, or um, well, shouts. <laughs> um, I think they did shout as well. I think they there did was, well. Yes, yeah, so here I am. Psalm hundred, shout for joy and, to the Lord. Yeah, uh, but why? Why singing? Um, well, singing. I've got of, a theory. I want to hear yours. Okay, <laughs> I I would say singing connects the kind of knowledge, head stuff, and and heart stuff, and emotion. It kind of adds in a little bit of that emotion and. Um, 
it's kind of using both sides of the brain to connect them. And singing is actually really helpful to, to learn the theology and learn doctrine. If you want to teach ABCs to children, what do you do? You teach them a song. You teach them a song. And actually, as an adult, if I'm having to think about the alphabet, I'm like, ABC, ABC. It's that song. You still sing it. Yeah, yeah I still sing yeah. it. Yeah, um, that's Because actually, yeah. like, yeah. singing really helps people to learn things. And, yeah. and when people are going away from church, they're thinking about the sermon and the main points, but what's in their head is probably the song at the end of So nursery rhymes church. are all set to music. Mm. for kids aren't they they're yeah. not just poems they're all yeah. sets of music and it's not just a kid thing because it because teachers know that singing helps them learn and helps them remember information yeah it's a tool to do that so actually it's helpful for us if we're learning stuff in church learning doctrine learning and which is why it's so important actually that um the pastor whoever's um or making the order of service is thinking about what is happening in the teaching what is the passage what is the direction we're going in this morning and then focus the songs around so that. so actually to, to to sing well in church there needs to be a connectivity between mm. the different elements of the service yeah doesn't it, it yeah. rather than just you know, here's one thing, here's another thing, mm. here's another thing. Mm. A good service is actually got, got a coherence mm. to it. Yeah. I think Mike Cosper's book, I think, is great on that. Um, mm. I forget its uh, title now. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, Rhythms of Grace, it came to me eventually, Rhythms of Grace. <laughs> Just about how actually even when you're building a service, you, mm. you need to have that kind of the idea of progression and how things oh, yeah. are shaping together. Yeah. Um, this is the time to get in my Yip Harburg quote, which I've mm. used before in the podcast. So um, regular listeners are going to be thinking, there he goes again. But um, <laughs> I do like this. Um, so Yip Harburg is the um, the guy who wrote the music and, and the, well, the songs mm. for The Wizard of Oz. Mm. And he was once asked about singing. He's not, not a Christian, as far as I know, once asked about singing. And he said, well, w with words, um, he said, you think a thought. Mm. So you, with words, you think a thought. With, with music, you feel a feeling, but with a song, you feel a thought. Mm. And that's yeah. exactly what you're saying, actually, yeah. but just in slightly more Christian terms, that, mm. that singing connects with, with the whole person, yeah. with the mind, with the emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a sad tune, mm. um, you know, sad words to a sad tune mm. is very, very yeah. strong. Yeah. And actually that, that, that means as leaders, presumably, we've, we've got to be aware of the manipulative effect oh, that music could have yeah i wrote my um, dissertation on that did you so yeah. it, can, it can be used for uh, even in church settings mm. it can be used well and it can oh, be yeah. used poorly can't yeah. it yeah which is i mean i i've all i remember i always remember this quote that hans zimmer who is a is a film composer he is yeah um yeah. yeah he said i can make you um happy i can make you sad i can make you scared all with music right and i was like okay what does that mean in church so if, if some churches are kind of, um, it's getting to the end of the sermon or even throughout the sermon are just playing sad music or playing like, I don't know, <laughs> fluffy music. Yeah, yeah. It will make us feel a certain way. So then we're like, if you're feeling a certain way, it means this, you, you need to do this or you need, you know, and it, it's, it's, it is tricky because it can quickly become manipulation. Yeah. And I don't think, I've not been to an FIEC church where that is the case. No. Um, I think we are very careful about having our worship, um, our sung worship times um, when we're singing together, having our times of, of just listening to the, to the sermon having our times of like prayer and, and communion, you know, kind of separating it. Yeah, because yeah. once we kind of add the sad music, 
we can quite easily manipulate people's emotions and we don't want to do that. Um, so we've got to be careful with that, haven't we? And, yeah. and actually, so, so that means what we sing. Mm. If, if we want to help people sing well, what we sing is actually a really important question. Yeah, yeah. And again, there's good stuff and there's stuff that's not good. Mm. And I guess to, just help us with this as a, as a, as a singer... Mm-hmm. So um, just assume that I don't know anything about singing, <laughs> which might be an easy assumption to make. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've got a nice little baritone voice, really. But, <laughs> but let's just, um, let's assume that I'm I'm putting together a service. Mm. I'm choosing items. I've heard a few good things on the latest Matt Redman CD, actually. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm going to put those in the service. Okay. I think we learn those. <laughs> um, not everything is easy to sing or suitable to sing congregationally, is it? No. And actually, often recordings are recorded way too high. Right. Um, you know, you have to think as well about like, this is the song, this is the words, it goes with with my order of service, it goes with the sermon. Um, I'm going to get a male and a female to sing this because actually as well, keys are different for girls and guys. Okay. So what might be easy for a, a guy to sing would be actually very high for a girl. So if you've put together a song, you want you want to use it, um, you, it might be helpful to try out the keys um, with a guy and a girl singer. Okay. Um, right. Just so you, to kind of get the balance. You can send them the YouTube link and say, sing along to this, see how you get on with it. Yeah, but the YouTube it. link is usually, okay, usually too, too not high. the right key. Okay. Um, it depends, you know, it depends, it depends, who, you know, City Light usually write in good keys that you can So there are some use. good, there are some good go-to places on it. So, yeah. Uh, so l- let's just assume I'm a musical dummy. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the moment. I'm slightly, I'm starting to get overwhelmed already. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking actually when I have my hymn book, mm. Um, mm. you know, whether it's Christian hymns or praise, whatever it was, ancient and modern, I don't know. When I had my hymn book, life was a lot easier. Mm. I just looked in the hymn book. I looked in the theological index and I mm. picked my songs and mm. we went for it. It seems to be a little bit more complicated than that now. Is that mm. is that fair? I mean, there's yeah. so many different places that you might yeah. get songs from and some might work and some might not. And oh. Yeah, I mean, there is a place still for hymn books. If your church uses hymn books, then use a hymn book. Or, you know, even if it's not a book necessarily, we want to keep singing hymns because our yeah. our churches are multi-generational and what might be a really good song for a 20-year-old an 80-year-old won't know that song and won't necessarily know how to learn it because they're used to learning hymn style. Yeah. So the styles change yeah. so a lot. So syncopation and stuff like that. Yeah, all, yeah. Uh, we want to yeah. be using a variety of different styles in our churches, you know, hymns that um, can can really engage um, the older generation. But even if we use hymns, we can actually be creative about it, be creative about your intros and your kind of um, the links in between them and... The harmonies, you know, just be, you can, you can make it sound more modern yeah. Um, yeah. with the way that you support okay. it musically in the band. I mean, that's a question for musicians rather than leaders, sure. isn't it? But as a leader, you should be confident, actually. I mean, I, I, I say to our guys who are leading, um, I, I think you can pick anything in, mm. um, I, I give them a, I give them a praise hymn book mm. and I say to them, we can sing anything in here pretty much. Mm. And um, if you think, I don't know the tune, I said, we can we can find a tune that yeah. people generally know. And yeah, yeah. So as a musician, I, I actually want to empower leaders to feel they have quite a, a large mm. repertoire in that sense. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but actually, yeah. you don't want a repertoire that's too big, do you? How, how many songs do you think you sing at Cornstone? What's your, oh, what's your repertoire? It's difficult because we have like a file system and actually some songs in that file system we probably haven't sung for years, okay. but they're there. Yeah. Um, 
because actually actually it happens sometimes where uh, someone is writing a sermon and they're like, oh, this song that I sang 10 years ago would be perfect yeah. for this. Yeah. And it might be that um, not every, no one would kind of know it. So the, the band leader might play, it, play, play a verse and a chorus first or a verse if it's just a hymn kind of verse, verse, verse. Um, and then get people to sing it. So it's kind of, they're learning it as they go. Um, let's, let's come back to learning new songs. I think that's quite an important sure, yeah. topic. Um, just thinking about repertoire. Yeah. Um, so we um, we at church have a have a book of 200. Okay. And it's one in, one out. Okay. Um, so I, I, we're not set with that. So mm. there are things that we want to sing outside of that. We, we do. Yeah. But we we try and I mean that sounds like quite a lot anyway actually two hundred mm. but if you're if you're singing six or seven things each week oh, which yeah. we do yeah um, that's yeah. you know three hundred and fifty things over the year yeah so actually you you basically I think need a yeah. need a repertoire of about yeah. two hundred yeah I think, I think um, that's about right yeah yeah I would say so as well um, and I mean if you're because the the question that we we were also talking about is where we kind of find these these songs yeah, yeah. I'd say hymns like we said and then you know. There are people that are putting albums together and you can look them up on Spotify or, or wherever you listen to music and there's reliable people who are writing Christian songs. So for, you know give us some examples. City Light. City of Light. Sovereign Grace. Yeah. Um, the Gettys. <laughs> Fillmore. <laughs> Fillmore. Um, <laughs> who, there are many Fillmores. I assume you're referring to the Fillmore at Cornerstone I Church, am. Nottingham. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, he, and yeah. um, uh, worth looking out, in fact, um, the anniversary hymn mm. that Phil and Tim Chester wrote yeah. for our centenary, which we sung yeah, we did. at the leaders' conference. We taught just it. Gone. We taught it, yeah. didn't we? It's a great song, oh, really, really great good, song. Yeah. And we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, yeah. I think people should be learning that. That's my. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so actually, um, you know, how, how many? We're hearing new stuff all the time. Mm. Thinking, oh, that was great. And actually, if you go, to, especially if you go to a conference or an event, mm. and you you've sung it with a thousand people, it feels great. Yeah. And you go back and you say to Bob, the pianist, um, you know, here we are. We're going to sing this this week. Mm. You, I think you can overwhelm a church with new songs. Yeah. And you do don't want to do too much. many. A have week. you got Have you got a feel for how often you might do a new song? I think what we what we might do as well. It's not it's not even a song a week. It might be a song every four. Okay. Um, and what we do as well is we teach the song and then we might do it again next week and then right, again okay. next week. So, so it's got a bit of repetition behind yeah, it. Yeah, we're learning it together and then in the future if we want to use it again, they know it because we've done it a few times in this kind of, in this okay. set, you know. Shall I tell slot. you my strategy and you can critique yes, it? Yes, I can, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I say to our pastor and, and other leaders, mm. um, I'll, let's do six in a year. Okay. If other things come up, that's great. Mm. But let's and we plan for that at the beginning mm. of the year. Mm. So they're not actually new new songs. Mm. So they are if you're planning for them at the beginning of the year, apart from the centenary song, which will be one yeah. of them in twenty twenty three, they're largely songs that we've been singing at different events and things in twenty twenty two. So actually the thing I like about that is they've been tried and tested. Yeah. So actually sometimes you sing songs at an event, um, especially if the band have written something themselves and you sing it. Mm. It kind of just about works in the event, but actually, it's quite. Sometimes they just don't work. Mm. Don't they don't work. That's why I gave up songwriting because they never worked. <laughs> and, but sometimes they just they just don't work that well. Yeah, um, they just don't click with the congregation. And yeah. so actually, I I like to let other people have that pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we say six at the beginning of the year, and then what I do is I um I create a little YouTube playlist, mm. which we send around to church, and I create a little song sheet. Mm. Um, for the songs with a little yeah. QR code on for the playlist and yeah. we give everyone a copy at the beginning of the year of the mm. words and say mm. put this in your bible 
or where you do devotions. Yeah. So actually people are not just learning the song by listening to YouTube or whatever, yeah. but actually they're reading the words perhaps as part yeah. of their devotions. So the, yeah. the words and the rhythms and the concepts are familiar to people. Yeah. And then over the course of the year, we learn those six. Yeah. So that's kind of our strategy, which doesn't that's feel right. particularly ambitious, Yeah. No. but it feels like in our 200, six in, six out, yeah, that's, that's not a yeah, bad place yeah. to be. Yeah, I think that's good. I think like little th- if you're trying to teach your church a new song, because it might be as well that which which happens in our church that um, a sermon is being prepared and they think of a song that the church don't know that actually would go really well, and you can you can in the week send it out with the notices so that we're singing a new song on Sunday. Have a listen. Yeah. Like you would, yep. you know, like you said that you yep. send it out. Um, and then another thing, if you're wanting, if you're thinking more long term that at this point I want to teach this song, if your church is a church that plays music before or after the service, just be playing that song. So that'd be another way of doing it. A few it. weeks before for, you yeah. know, a few times. Yeah. So then while they're drinking their tea and coffee and chatting, they're kind of hearing this song and learning it that way as well. Um there's lot, you know, there's lots of ways that you can teach a song in the moment, um, but being having that, rep- I think repetition is really important. Now, let's just try and help church leaders here because a lot mm. of people will be thinking, well, that's that's great. Sally's at Cornerstone, they've got a nice band, <laughs> uh, which is right. I think you've got a fantastic band. As you know, we uh, use many of you at the leaders' conference. You, you're used to playing at other events. Mm-hmm. I think you lead really well. I think you're a great singer, Sally. And um, but lots of churches won't have those resources. Right, lots lots no, of yeah. guys leading. Mm. It will be Bob on the piano and Mrs. Yeah. Miggins on the kazoo, mm. um, and 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 actually that's it's it's more of a challenge. Mm. And now I I think I want to say to people like that, um, the music may be more of a challenge, but the singing isn't. Singing is mm. the same, you know. Singing mm. is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. voices raised in praise to God. Yeah, and and you accompany them with the resources you have. Mm. And actually, if you have none, you accompany. You don't accompany. You just you sing and you get on with it. Yeah. Um, but, but actually, it's at those moments when you want to. Perhaps play something contemporary mm. that Bob isn't so, quite so comfortable with, or or maybe um, you want to learn something new. That's harder mm. in that kind of setting. So, any mm. any counsel for us there? How you might learn something when perhaps you haven't quite got the same resources that yeah. are available to you in a larger church? I mean, I I went to um, a Bible college and I studied music and theology. But one of one of the times, one of the Sundays, I went to a friend's church. And uh, he, his church was really small and mainly um, the older generation. Um, And there was this woman on the piano um, and she was playing and it, you know, it wasn't grade eight, like, um, but she was playing the piano and singing. And again, her voice was not grade eight or whatever, standard. Um, But, Everyone was singing worship. Everyone was following her. And I then later learned that she's not really musical, but no one else stepped up to serve in that area. So she learned piano and learned how to lead to serve her congregation. And that's beautiful. So you work with what you've got. Yeah. And even if you have to resort to using recordings or technology that's not the end yeah, of the world they also put a youtube video up with yeah. lyrics on and they yeah. just sang that together and lots of us did that during lockdown didn't we we were yeah, we actually there are lots of good online resources yeah absolutely um so so actually we use some of our local conferences and in actually in our small groups at church sometimes we use something called icing worship which mm. is kind of an online worship um accompaniment system so there are sort of solutions around yeah um, and but I actually say it's well, a singing that's a thing you yeah keep banging, coming yeah back to yeah that. absolutely yeah. but like don't be afraid to put on if you want a more reflective moment i guess 
you want to teach this song, but you don't feel like it's the right time because you want people to reflect and not suddenly, you know, go away from what's being taught because they're like, oh no, I needed to learn this tune. If you can put a song on, because there's lots of really good videos yeah. of recordings yeah. and people leading, you can put that video on and people can listen to it and reflect on on the words and reflect on what what the passage has said and what the, the, the speaker has said. Um, and then maybe next week you sing it together. Okay. So you're, you, you've, you've got it on the screen. You've had that moment of reflection. You're listening to the words. You're intently listening to the song. Then next week you learn it. Um, you know, our church often... So you need to think ahead. Yeah. So yeah. I, actually, I, I think... Um, I mean, when, when, I, when I lead a service, I think I probably spend two hours putting a service together. Yeah. Um, which is probably about... You know, I, a sermon might take me seven or eight hours maybe. Mm. But a service, two hours... Yeah, I, I think you need to give it quality time. Yeah, prayer. You can't just sort of say Saturday night. Oh, you know what? I'm we sung for a while. It, yeah. it requires a bit of thinking, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Because as I said, it, it and think ahead. It needs to support. Yeah, it needs to support what what the the service is about. It needs to support um, the direction of it. Generally, what you want to do is is call people to worship at the beginning. So the songs would be like, "Come worship." Yeah. Um, join us. Yeah. Um, um, and then middle might be the kind of more uh, let's let's bring it. If it's just before the sermon, I wouldn't necessarily have like a very upbeat one because you want to kind of bring it down and get people to like, okay, now. We're uh, gonna... So let me just push you back on that. Aren't you now manipulating? No, no. As in, how's um, that different from the manipulation you described earlier? It's a cheeky question, but just, <laughs> it you know, is. No, talking it, about bringing it it's down. It's a good what question it? to ask. Isn't we want to constantly doing? be asking these kind of things. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm thinking more as well because I do. Um, a lot of kind of youth work stuff. Usually we have a lot of kind of games, laughter, yeah, 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 happy, 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 yeah, yeah. hyper, hyper. Yeah. Then we put a song before the sermon, which is a bit slower just to calm them down a bit because we don't want them to be like in the sermon. So it's actually like, I don't know if I'd call it manipulation. It's preparation. But, it, but it's preparation. It's, yeah. it's saying, look, we've had this and now and now we're going to hear it. Right, so there's nothing talk. wrong with preparation. We just got mm. to search our hearts and make sure we're not manipulating yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah. difference, isn't it? And it's, you know, it's it's just, it is, it's, that's it. It's preparation. And the words within the, the words within the, um, the, the song, cause, like a classic one before a sermon is show us Christ. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say, speak, O oh Lord. All that. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's that kind of thing, isn't yeah. it? It's like, okay, now we're going to prepare our hearts because God's going to speak to us yeah. in this. And then after the sermon, it's very much, this is... This response. Though, yeah, this is a response yeah. using a song that supports what the speaker or what the the passage is yes. saying. Yeah. Um, Which is, I think, one of the most difficult points because if, mm. if your application is quite specific... Mm. Um, uh, you know, whatever um, whatever context you're working in, um, if the application, let's say, is you know, um, I don't know, um, be be a good worker. If you're in the NHS, be a good worker. There aren't many <laughs> songs about the NHS, um, so no. it, it's quite. I find that the most difficult point to choose songs mm, actually yeah. that doesn't undermine yeah. the sermon. So, so actually, interestingly, sometimes I don't sing at the end. Do you not? I think sometimes actually there are other ways to reflect mm. and finish a service. Mm. That, that work I, I generally do but th there are just moments when um actually just silence yeah you want you want people to turn what they're be what they're hearing into a conversation right, with god right, that's right into their own personal walk yeah, yeah. whether that be singing a song and praising god for what they've heard or 
um, you know, singing a song and, and feeling really convicted about what they've heard, whether that be a time of silence, like you said, and just thinking yep. about what they've learned or, or a video on the screen or anything, you know, it's it, what we want to be doing in that, in that segment is this is what we've learned. What does that mean for you? How can you be taking this into your life? Um, maybe you need to have a yeah. conversation. So thinking about, about the, what we're saying really is think about the service as a whole. Yeah. So the idea that people used to talk about is very old fashioned now. People used to talk about the preliminaries okay, and then yeah. the sermon. Mm. Really unhelpful idea. <laughs> you know, think about the service. And actually, I, it's one of the reasons that I'm I'm not particularly fond of churches. I, I know I know why we do it and we do it. I'm not particularly fond of churches putting sermons online because you actually you're taking something completely out. Of, you're ripping it out of the context in which it's set. Mm. And actually, if you've had a service, perhaps where you've had the Lord's Supper and you've sung a few things. Um, the sermon is preached in that context mm. that those things have happened. So, so actually, I, I think um, we do ourselves a disservice when we talk about the sermon and the rest of the service. And mm. so, hey, let me tell you about my my greatest service mistake ever. <laughs> um, this is a very young pastor preaching through Ephesians six. Yeah, I thought, wouldn't it be great to sing um, "Soldiers of Christ Arise and Put Your Armor On"? Mm. Now, um, "Soldiers of Christ Arise and Put Your Armor On" has fifteen verses oh my in goodness. the original. Um, I was in quite a conservative church and um, they're all good verses. They're all about different parts of the armour. In fact, two or three verses on each part of the armour. I thought, well, actually, if we're singing about the armour, each one of these verses is a cracking verse. So um, even though it only has five verses, whatever, in hymn books, it has 15 verses. So I thought, this is is a great idea at the time. (laughs) Um, I thought, actually, what we'll do, it was an evening service, we'll just sing that one song and we'll split it up into five bits of three verses. So okay. by the time we get to the end of the service, we've sung all the verses of Soldiers of Christ Arise and Put Your Armour On. Mm. Disastrous idea. Disastrous. <laughs> Why? And it just, we were so fed up with the tune. <laughs> I tell you, it might have worked. And yeah, by the time you sung... See? But by the time we got to 15th rendition of that, we were pretty fed up with that tune. I think if I'd chosen different tunes, it might have worked. But yeah, terrible mistake. The point is this, isn't it? That actually how the whole thing works together is really important. Can we just talk about the practicalities as we draw towards a close? So again, I'm thinking, you know, at Leaders Conference, I love seeing sort of the band up there giving us a good lead. Loved seeing you and hearing you sing. But actually lots of churches wouldn't be in that context. So if I'm leading a service... yeah. Um, I may be the only person at the front. Um, Bob's on the right-hand side with the piano. Mrs. Miggins is on the left with her kazoo. I'm, I'm the person at the front. I'm not a particularly, perhaps, let's assume I'm not a particularly confident singer. Yeah. How can I give a good lead in singing even when I'm yeah, not a confident singer? Yeah, you don't have singer? to be a confident singer. I think look yourself. You have to be a confident worshipper. You ha- yeah, confident worshipper. That's the worshiper. difference, is yeah. it? Yeah. You, you, w- I think what people have reflected that they appreciate about I don't want to make this about myself, but how I lead is that it's clear that I myself am worshipping. If I'm not worshipping myself, as in worshipping the Lord myself, (laughs) I'm doing something wrong um, because people can see through that. Yes, but what I appreciate about, I I don't want to big you up either, but (laughs) I'm going to, I don't want to to make it too much about you either. But actually what I appreciate about you is you're not lost in the, you don't appear to be lost in the moment distance from all the rest of us. Oh yeah, no. So I, I find that really unhelpful when someone mm. is leading at the front. They're off in their own world somewhere. Yeah. They're clearly they're clearly a worshipper at that yeah. point, but they're yeah. not leading us. Yeah, you need it's it's both. It's a balance. Yeah. So um, eye contact. Yes. Not just kind of looking up at the ceiling. It, I think people quite. I think people because worship is quite an intimate thing. Yeah. Singing worship, 
people feel quite like they don't want to give people eye contact. But it's it's so helpful. It's we're like if you were to one another, aren't we? Yeah, we absolutely three, 16, are. We're doing it together. Yeah, yeah. And if you're delivering a sermon and you're looking at people, then why are you not looking at people when we're singing worship? You know, encourage one another. Um, there there are times that I know someone who's specifically going through something, and there's a line of um, a worship song that really speaks into that. I'll look at that person and sing it to them because okay. it's like. <laughs> This is encouraging for you. I'm going to this be now thinking at any event where you'll see. I'm going to be. <laughs> is she looking at Ooh, me now? Oh, they're she looking at me now? <laughs> no, it's just it's. it's so that's kind a very of practical thing, isn't it? Eye contact. Yeah, I think you open your mouth as well. Yeah, I think even yeah. if what's coming out isn't particularly pleasing <laughs> to other people, pleasing mm. to the Lord. So I, I think if you're standing at the front, actually, for people to mm. see you just not mumbling mm. is yeah. really helpful. Oh, absolutely. In the Bible, it tells us to sing joyfully. It doesn't tell us yeah. to sing well. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's we, a bonus isn't it if you well, can yeah. sing well what, what about um, this, so this is an interesting point I think um, lots of churches now projecting words that's kind yes. of I guess that's pretty standard mm. so someone who's standing at the front leading might mm. actually turn their back to the congregation to look at the words with the rest of the congregation I, I, I wonder if it's actually quite helpful for someone who's leading even in that sort of context which is the pastor who's leading let's say just the pastor it's the pastor who's leading and preaching um, I think it's quite happy for him to have a copy, have a, yeah, a copy of the words, words yeah. and be facing the congregation. Yeah. Not because you're in any way priestly, but you're just trying to give a lead. Yeah, if you, yeah, print them out, lead it. The other thing that I think is really helpful is I've I've been to churches where the singer is kind of the lead singer in the band is kind of looking around and like, is is this where I come in? Is this is this where I come in? You need to be helping people come in. Your okay. job is to help them come in. You you can't necessarily, you know, it's it's difficult because so people you need have to, to you need to have asked Bob on the piano. Yeah. What, what intro are you doing to this? Sure. Just and so then when it, when it's time to sing, like do a math do an exaggerated breath. Be okay. like yeah. and now we're going to yeah. sing. Or a nod. Yeah. Smile. Like kind of yeah. yeah, helpful. Yeah, really. Helpful. Look like you're about to start and that helps people come in as yeah. well. And can I tell you my pet hate? <laughs> um if if you're at the front, especially if it's just before the sermon, mm. sing. Mm. So I, 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 um, I, I get slightly frustrated. Perhaps again, um, people are going to people are going to write in about this. <laughs> I, I get slightly frustrated by preachers who, in the song before the sermon, take a seat, bow their head in prayer. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm really in favour of praying and actually of preachers mm. praying, but I just think that's a, I, I think that's slightly. Uh, I'm not quite sure what word I'm searching for here. It's slightly false. I, well, I, I think you want to. Yeah. You're leading your flock. Yeah, and we're singing together. In, yeah. So sing with them. If yeah. if I think if you want to have a quiet moment of prayer, wait until the song's finished and then do it. You can pray while you're singing. Yeah. As so well. that's that's my okay. That's my personal yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is not a view of the FIC. <laughs> this is just Adrian who thinks he doesn't like that. But and there's different people. Like it might be that actually you're really struggling one week and you just need to. It, yeah, it, this wouldn't necessarily yeah, sure. be like that's, a rule. That's of very for gracious every... and helpful. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I, but, I feel yeah. corrected and that's fine. Um, the singing is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. And actually. Um, you know, we want to lead people in singing as we mm. lead people in other ways. Mm. That's that's really important. Yeah, it's a massive part yeah. of it. Um, and in the in Revelation, it constantly talks about how we will be worshiping, praising, singing. We will be and singing on a Sunday, gathering together as a church on a Sunday is a taste of heaven. But singing together. So as a one church, last thought: Will our singing be sanctified in heaven? Will we all have perfect pitch? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe singing will sound completely different. 
What is music in heaven? Because there's like loads of different styles yeah, are, yeah. so throughout the years. Just because we have a Western scale, this is going to befuddle some people, but we have a very Western <laughs> scale. You go to some places in the world and there aren't eight notes in an octave. There are more yeah. or less. Oh, so, um, loads of different cultures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, we'll end there. With just this little, um, uh, one of the great joys of looking forward to an eternity with Christ is mm. singing is going to be there. It's yeah. going to be better. We don't know how it's going to be better. Mm. In what form? But it will be. How intriguing. Mm. Uh, Sally, thanks so much for joining us. Um, right. uh, we love to sing, don't we? We, yes. we're, we both love to sing. <laughs> we really um, do. Uh, so um, yeah. we, we, we want other people to sing as well. I, mm. I hope this has been useful. Um, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do rate it. It helps. And um, we look forward to connecting with you soon. Mm. Thanks very much. Bye.